Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from host and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist, or medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist and from other caregivers like yourself. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, I'm Consuela, and I'm an occupational therapist. And on this podcast, you get to learn about your role as a caregiver. You get to embrace your limitations, learn how to best provide for the needs of your loved one in a safe and efficient manner. And you get to know that you're not alone. Look, every caregiving story is so different. And it's you who get to write that caregiving story for your life. You get to learn how to take care of your loved ones. You get to learn how to accept that you cannot do it all. And you get to learn what to let go. And you get to learn how to what to pick back up, how to pick back up your life, how to walk in tune with your life while also caring for your loved one. Look, I believe you can still find a way of taking care of your loved ones while also taking care of yourself. So stay tuned. We've got some caregiving to talk about. Welcome to another episode of the Finding a Foothold podcast. And this podcast is where caregivers get their questions answered, where they get, where I share some insight that they may be able to use to just help make the caregiving journey easier and safer. So on this podcast today, the call in was from a Jenna who says her dad is very private. When he goes to the bathroom, he locks the door and she knows that there has to be something that's not going on well in the bathroom because she often hears a lot of bumping, commotion, where she may have even thought he had fallen in the bathroom, but she's just not sure of what all is going on in the bathroom and what his struggles are. And she says she's just often on the outside of the bathroom door listening and hoping he's not hearing her listen as she fears he's having struggles in the bathroom with toileting. So her question was, what do I do? So as an occupational therapist, I definitely want to know that, to make this known that falls do occur in the bathroom and there are serious injuries that can occur in the way of head injuries, fractures, things that can happen that can be devastating. And you don't want to have conversations about safety after the fact. You really want to get in there and have these conversations now before things happen. So what I would like to propose that you do, Jenna, is number one, have that awkward conversation with dad and outside of the bathroom itself initially, really expressing to him how awkward this feels to have this conversation with him about him not being able to maybe manage his toileting needs in the way of any of it. Cause you really don't know because you're not looking at them. You don't know what's going wrong, but expressing your concerns and what your fears could be, what they could lead up to. And those are those injuries in the bathroom. 
And not being accusatory, not saying it's anybody's fault about anything, it's that it's time to be proactive about making things safe. And then the next point would be approaching it outside of the actual toileting task. Okay, dad, we're not going to the bathroom to do anything right now. We're not going to avoid. You're not going to get undressed right now. I just need to go into the bathroom and see how you're managing things. So the goal would be to get him into the bathroom to see how he's entering the bathroom, how he's getting onto the toilet, getting off of the toilet. And see if you can identify any struggles. Is the toilet, number one, too low? Is he having a hard time controlling the rate at which he sits? Or is he crashing down to the toilet because it is too low? Is he struggling to get off of the toilet because it is too low? And he's putting in a lot of effort to get off the toilet. He can't get up and he's grimacing. Maybe there's knee pain, hip pain, back pain, some type of pain that you can see in evidence on his face, facial expressions that are indicating that this is hard for him to do. And when you're looking at that, knowing that there are remedies for those two things, you can, number one, get a taller toilet, or you can get a bedside commode and take the frame and put it over the toilet. That would allow the seat to be at a taller height and give them those armrests to push off on to go to the standing position. Another one, another remedy for that could be just a toilet riser with the armrest. So again, you're putting something on top of the toilet to increase the height of the toilet and provide the armrest for him to push down on to stand up. And then in the way of balance, some support for balance when he stands is putting in a grand bar. Trying to put a grand bar in front of him somewhere that he can hold on to while he is making that transition into standing and trying to get his balance and having it there so that he can maybe hold on with one hand and pull clothes up and do the fastening of the clothes, the buckles and the belts, all of that by holding on with one hand and switching out and using one hand at a time, which makes me think about the next point with clothes. What type of clothing is dad wearing? Is he still into the buckles and the belts? Is there some kind of way to, if that is an issue, maybe presenting him with some a new outfit, more of clothes that you pull up that may have elastic bands on them so that he doesn't have to manage zippers, snaps, belts, all of those things that sometimes require both hands uh, at the same time, doesn't free a hand up to hold onto a bar that can be used to help with getting them steady on their feet. So look, that's a lot of information I've, I've, I'm sharing with you, Jenna, and for those of you all who can really relate, and these can go with for moms as well, for those sons who are taking care of moms, is that you definitely want to make sure the toilet's the right height, that they have good wall support surfaces in the way of putting grab bars there and making sure the, the, the type of clothing that they're wearing, they're, they are wearing is appropriate. Which brings to mind that if there's just too much management of trying to get things zipped, unzipped, it could lead to some incontinence because they're not able to get everything down in time which can lead to other problems with there being maybe a wet, a wet floor, which can mean slipping in the bathroom and anything on the floor 
in the way of rugs that need to come out of the way, removing the rugs off the floor in the bathroom so that there's no tripping or with their feet getting caught under there. Look, those are all ways to start this process of trying to make things safer for Dan. And so putting those things in place, it goes slowly and maybe not making all changes at once or may or if you may feel like why while I'm in there I'm gonna do it all while I have the chance but just really approaching it all in a gentle manner and making it making them involved in the conversation and just you know reemphasizing that this is all to make sure that they remain safe, which means they can remain in the home longer and it would just keep you from worrying so much. So look, thanks for the question, Jenna. And for those of you all who are listening and you have a question that you want me to address on a podcast, visit the website and use the call in button. There's, it's just a, a voice mail where you can leave your questions there. Or if you just want to put a question in the comment or DM, I'll see the question and I can address it on a future podcast. So thanks for listening in today. And I hope this was helpful for you because, you know, we want to keep caregiving easy. We want to keep it as safe as it can be so that you can have more opportunity to do things for yourself. You know, if you can lighten the load of caregiving by learning different strategies, it just frees you up mentally and physically to move on to different things in your life, allowing you to embrace more self-care into your life and just allowing you to better integrate your life with caregiving because you can do them both. It doesn't have to be either or. You've got to learn how to do both caregiving and caring for yourself. It'll just make the journey a whole lot easier. Take care and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Caregivers Finding a Foothold. We hope you found information that was useful and encouraging to you. And we want to invite you to visit the website, findingafoothold.com and look at the resources that are available to you there. And also, we encourage you to follow us on our social media accounts, findingafoothold.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And thank you so much for being a caregiver. And our desire is that you find your foothold in caregiving. Thank you so much. And we'll see you again on next episode. Take care.